you're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. We're going to move into the sermon now, but this is still worship, so we're not going to, don't change the don't change the attitude of your heart just because we've stopped the, the musical portion of this, but continue to engage in worship with what the Lord has to do. And as I was playing, I, I told, I told the, the, the band before that the Lord had given me six verses and said, just start there. And that's the sermon for you this morning. And I didn't understand why he wanted the staff here, but now I understand Because these six verses are for you. They are for you to own. They are for you to receive. And they are for this house. But first, we have to receive. We cannot give away what we do not have. If we have not received as the staff called to lead this house, then we cannot lead this house. So we must first receive. We must first receive. Isaiah 58 Verse 6, the first phrase is astounding to me, is not this the fast that I chose? This is the Lord speaking, and we have to recognize this, and anything that he leads us into, we have to recognize this, what is fasting? It's the denying of self. For the glorification of the Lord. It's the denying of self. Each and every day we are to fast. Each and every day we are to live as a fasting people. Denying ourselves that the glory of the Lord would be made known. In this, the season that we're in. The mission he's given you specifically in your positions of ministry. And the positions that he's given you at home. In your places of influence. In your workplace. In your home right now. The neighbors that you have. Is this not the fast that he chose for you? I believe that there's some discontent. There's a spirit of discontentment that. I know I struggled with when I first got here, but I know it is constantly creeping itself back in. It's very easy for us to desire back again what was comfortable and what was normal. But that is not what he has chosen. And we have said we will follow Jesus. We have said that we will be the fourth pillar. So we will walk where he chooses for us to step. But this is the fast that he chose for us. You'll hear a word in this. It's not in this actually, but you'll hear a word that is the theme of these next few verses. It's not this the fast that I chose to loose the bonds of wickedness. To undo the straps of the yoke. To let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? 
Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. What do those verses sound like? Sounds like kindness. The fast that he has chosen, the way he has desired for us to walk with him, to deny ourselves and walk with him, is that we would be vessels of kindness. He chose that for us. And when we see in verse 6 and verse 7, when we walk in those things, when we are a vessel of kindness to our community, then and only then will our light break forth like the dawn. And will healing spring up? And will our righteousness go before us in the glory of the Lord be behind us, guarding us. Verse 8 is the fruit of the equation before it. When kindness is the vessel, and when kindness is the spirit that this community encounters, when kindness is what they see in us, your light shall break forth like the dawn. The miraculous shall begin to rise. Jesus, I love this passage because we see this in Jesus. And I want to see healing. I want to see physical healings. And I know there's a lot of you in here that agree with me. There's a lot of you at home that want to see those things too. But first must come kindness. Jesus never went to be a vessel for a miracle without compassion being the guide. it's important to understand what it is to be free in the will of God. Jesus displays that clearly. There weren't always these moments where God said, go do this. I'm sure there are plenty of moments where God said, no. Don't do that. Not now. Not right now. Or don't, don't tell them to go and tell about this miracle. Or go and tell them. Let them tell the story. There's these moments of obedience, but we see Jesus operating freely in the will of God, being fully who he's been called to be, the vessel for which he was called to be. And because that kindness existed first in him, then the miraculous was able to flow freely. No one will receive from someone they do not trust or know loves them. If they don't know our heart for them first, they will not receive what the Lord has to give them through us. They must know our heart for them first. And the heart that this community is to know, the heart of the people in your story, what they are to encounter is in you is the kindness of God. And then our light shall break forth like the dawn. Then we will be a city set on a hill because the community that gathers out there will know the heart of the people for them in here. And light shall reign when community is felt, when, com when, the com when kindness is felt in the community, when kindness is seen and shown. Verse 9. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness. The pointing of the finger. That's all we see anymore. 
That cannot be found in us. That's why we cannot be found on one side of the street or the other. We must be found in the middle building a bridge. Because if I'm found on one side of the street and you're found on the other, I'm pointing a finger at you, you're pointing a finger at me, and that is the speaking of wickedness. And that is not kindness. And what a beautiful time for the Lord to release that. What a beautiful time for the Lord to choose this to be our fast. That we would not be those found pointing a finger at, at another. But we would be those pursuing the heart of God. That we would be, verse 10, pouring ourselves out for the hungry. And satisfying the desire of the afflicted. Then shall our light rise in the darkness. And our gloom be as the noonday. It would shine so bright as the sun does in the sky in the middle of the day. And the Lord will guide us continually. And he will satisfy your desire in scorched places. This is an oasis. We're in the middle of the desert, but this is meant to be an oasis. He would satisfy our desires in scorched places. He would make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. That is to be this community. That is to be this area. People are to come here. And you don't get here on accident. You have to know that you're trying to get here. And when they come here, it should be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. These are all things that come when kindness is shown, when the spirit of kindness reigns, when the Lord is, has his people operating in the fast that he has chosen for them, this is the fruit of that. That we would be, that this city would be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And this, this blows, blows me away. Because I know the Lord was thinking of this verse, verse 12. When he called us into what he called us into, he was thinking of this verse all those years ago. When he spoke it to Isaiah, he was thinking of this. And he was thinking of this time and this people and what he was going to call us into. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise, raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorers of streets to dwell in. Ruins rebuilt. The breach repaired. And the, the streets restored to dwell in again. And we sang that song that the streets would be filled with joy. This will be what the children of light, what you children of light have been called into. As I was saying this, this morning, there wasn't a lot to it. I love that. There, there are some times where I, I, the Lord has to tell me to get up and go because 
honestly, I think after what we sang, there, there are enough sermons in those words that we just proclaimed. There's enough teaching for me. There's enough reminders for me. And I know that the Lord has done a mighty thing because of what we just sang and authority in what we proclaimed. But this morning, we must declare this with power. And I'll be honest with you. I saw you all on the live stream. I could see people in their homes running up and down the hallway, standing and shouting, proclaiming, what we're about to proclaim. There are a lot of things in these six verses that I desire to see in this city. That the bonds of wickedness will be loose, that the oppressed will go free that the hungry will be fed, that the homeless will be welcomed in, that the naked shall be covered, that the ruins shall be rebuilt, that the breaches will be repaired, and that the streets will be restored. I'm telling you, that's why the Lord has called us to these work days on Wednesday nights. We are, we are literally tearing down the old to replace with new. That's literally what we're doing. And Friday morning, go ahead and look outside your window. Come outside on your front porch because Friday morning, out of ashes, the Lord will be bringing that new. He is not only building the fire spiritually, He's building the fire physically. He's building the fire. He is burning down what is old. He is burning down what is dead and gone and replacing it with new. He is opening up opportunity. For the kingdom of God to be built in this city. Jay, you come on up here. I, wanna, I want us to proclaim this with a little bit of music. Um, we're literally going to proclaim these things this morning with power and authority. And you don't have to repeat after me. But you can look at this scripture. You can look at this passage. And you can see we're just going to move through it. We're going to proclaim it. Be in agreement this morning with what we're saying over this city. We are meeting next week in this building. And we better not meet in this building like we have in the past. We better not come in here with the same mentality we had when we left. This better be a new people that meet in here. Because the Lord has done a new thing. And from glory to glory, we have been elevating. So do not come here without expectation do not come here without power in your bones stirring in and through you do not come here without testimony of what the Lord is doing through your life and do not come here not ready to declare over our city what God has set before us this is a place of celebration where the people of God get to come together and celebrate what the Lord has been doing in our stories. What the Lord has been doing in us together in our own individual stories. But this is to be a place where we see the fullness of the unity in the spirit that we share. The unity in the spirit that we share. This is not a place for Sunday morning service. 
There is no such thing anymore. There is no such thing. I promise if we slip back in to a routine of service, the Lord will take it away again. He has said this is to be a new day. This is to be a new thing. That he is to write what it is to look like when the children of God gather together. And I'm telling you one thing is that the earth should shake when the children of God gather together. So come next week with that mentality. That the earth will shake because more than two children of God have gathered in one place. The earth shook because of one man. The son of God. The first of us. But not the last of us. All the power he has, we have. And we are more than one. We are more than one. The earth around us should shake as we gather together. It should shake as we gather together. So come ready with that expectation because the time is now. The urgency that the Lord has has not changed. It is not slowing down. It's speeding up. It is speeding up. And this will not be. This is not meant to be harsh. But this is meant to be. This is serious. I see too many and I hear too many testimonies of churches gathering together again. And nothing has changed. And I hear these stories from people just longing for things to be the way they used to be. That cannot be anymore. The Lord has removed the gray and we for too long lived in the gray. No more. Not in this house. If you believe all that we proclaimed at the start of this, and if you believe all that we will proclaim at the end of this, You must come with that expectation. You must come with that power. (coughs) I, I, I have to be honest. It does make me nervous. To gather together again. Not because of avoidance. I'm not worried about that. The Lord has protected this place. But there is a shakiness in me. Not of doubt and fear. But there is a shakiness in me because I see the giant that stands behind us. I see the glory of the Lord and what he is propelling us into. And it is big. It is big. I'm feeling the weight of a scripture that was spoken thousands and thousands of years ago for us right now. That's a big deal. Not for, not for another group to come, but for us right now. He spoke it because he knew that there would be a people in this place that would rise up, that would rebuild ancient ruins, that would raise up the foundations of many generations. Not the next generation, not, not one generation, but many generations would stand Upon the foundation of what the Lord builds here. That's big. So I say this to you. 
with such vigor that you would come next Sunday recognizing that what we have been given, what we have been given, we've been given a big thing. I'm telling you, if someone came up to you and asked you to hold the largest diamond in the world, just sit there and hold it, don't mess it up, there'd be a nervousness in you. Oh man, because what I hold in my hands is not a small thing. This is a big thing. This is a precious thing. I'm telling you, we hold a jewel in our hand, church, because the Lord has given us this fast. He has given us the fast of the bonds of wickedness being loosed. He has called us to set the oppressed free. He has called us to feed the hungry. He has called us to see the homeless and to bring them in and to give them shelter. He has called us to see the naked and make sure they are covered. He has called us to rebuild the ancient ruins. He has called us to set a foundation for many generations. He has called us the repairers of the breach and He has called us to restore the streets we dwell in. He has not called just me. He has not called just this staff. He has called us all. If you have heard this message today, He has called it. He has called you into it. It is for you. You are a rebuilder of ancient ruins. You are a repairer of the breaches. And you are a restorer of the streets that we dwell in. That the streets would be filled with joy. That injustice would bow to Jesus. Because the children of God proclaimed it so. Because the children of God proclaimed it so. So I ask. Come to service not as an individual. Not as a person in your own story. But as a child of God. As an authority of the kingdom of heaven. As an establisher of the kingdom of light. Come next Sunday. This is what He has chosen for us. Will we receive it? Will we live in it day in and day out? This is what He has chosen for us. Come with your spirits stirred up. Stir your spirits. Come ready to proclaim freedom over this community. Come ready to celebrate what the Lord is doing this week. We are proclaiming these truths, not that they'll happen eventually, but that they will happen right now. That as we proclaim them, they were happening. Come ready to work. Because there is much set before us. And there's much to do. Children of God, he spoke to Isaiah and he's speaking it to us now. This is what he has chosen for us.
This is what he has chosen for us. What you have given is not small, and we are grateful. Because to be given much, you must be found first trustworthy with little. So Lord, you have found us trustworthy, and you have given us much. You have given us a mighty work of kindness that will start here and then consume all of the earth. You have given it to us. Thank you. We are honored. I thank you this week that we will see the bonds of wickedness loosed. I thank you this week that we will see the homeless brought in. We will see the hungry fed. We will see the naked covered. We will see the ancient ruins restored. We will see the foundations for many generations laid. We will see the breach repaired. And we will see the streets restored. For this city will be as a watered garden whose springs of water never fail and never run dry. We will see that this week. And we proclaim that this week. There's much to do. And we must be ready now. We must be ready now. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We lift your name on high. For you are doing an unprecedented work before our eyes. You are doing something beyond what we can comprehend beyond what we could dream. You are doing something to such a magnitude that if you told us, we could not believe. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We lift your name on high. You are good. You are worthy. And we are ready to continue in what you have called us into. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.